We have to have that air domain awareness everywhere around the globe. If we can't see what's going on in the air domain, uh, then we're guessing or we're trying to search around with a flashlight and a nose of a you know, small fighter, which is a horrible way to search for what's uh, going on. We have to have that domain awareness. Hello and welcome to another episode of Tinker Talks. This is your audio format podcast that talks about what's going on at Tinker Air Force Base. We're recording this intro separate of our actual podcast recording uh, because we were able to catch up with the commander of the Air Combat Command recently after his second visit to Tinker Air Force Base, and he was extremely limited on time. So in order to to have as much conversation as we could with the commander, uh, we did opt to, to record this intro separately from the time that we actually sat down. And so as you may know, General Mark D. Kelly is the commander of Air Combat Command, He's stationed at Joint Base Langley-Eustis, Virginia. As the commander, he is responsible for organizing, training, equipping, and maintaining combat-ready airspace, cyber, and intelligence forces for rapid deployment and employment while ensuring strategic air defense forces are ready to meet the challenges of peacetime, air sovereignty, and wartime defense. That's a whole lot. Uh, The command operates more than 1,000 aircraft, 35 wings, 12 bases, and 1,336 units at more than 242 operating locations worldwide, with more than 156,000 total force military and civilian personnel. And so with that, now you understand why he was so limited on time. Uh, We do get a good chance to have some... uh, some good questions and hear some great things from the commander. So with that, let's join the conversation. Well, General Kelly, thank you, sir, so much for uh, taking time out of your very busy day to join us here for this podcast this afternoon. Um, Jumping right in, I know you're very limited for time, but this is your second time back to to come back and spend a little time with the troops. What is it that you were able to see here today? Uh, it was really mainly to see the phenomenal airmen every day that uh, are miracle workers on the flight line and do the mission and do the training and do the, uh, frankly, the air domain awareness that our nation needs, whether it be here or down in Central Command or over in the Pacific or anywhere around the globe. Of course, the most important air domain awareness is around our nation, and they do it all everywhere, and they do it as good or better than anybody on the planet. Awesome. Well, I know they, they enjoyed seeing you come back. And so that brings us back to your first visit, following up on that, um, your visit here about a month or so ago. Um, you had sent an F-35 demo team here to Tinker um, to demonstrate the aircraft capabilities to the maintainers that work on the engines in the air logistics complex. Um, could you explain uh, why that was important to the complex? Yeah, it was important. Uh, as I toured the um, the depot, specifically the F-135 line that powers the F-35, that we're working through just some material and uh, tooling challenges and great phenomenal patriots over there um, doing all that work, I, I got the distinct uh, feeling uh, that uh, we had failed. We, the larger Air Force, had failed to be able to connect those great Uh, technicians to their end product. Many of them, uh, when I was talking to them, I got a distinct feedback uh, that they had never seen an F-35 in flight. Mm -hmm. And so, frankly, I was uh, disappointed, mostly at myself, that it took me talking to these technicians to realize that. I should have realized it before then. But then right away, pretty much on the spot, uh, decided we're going to bring the F-35 demo team here because they need to see the fruits of their labor. They deserve to see 
the product of their work and uh, and talk to the young airmen who sustain it and maintain it on the flight line and the young uh, aviator that we have uh, flying the airplane. Awesome. Well, that was incredibly insightful, sir. And I, I can tell you that it was very well received. Good. Uh, that was good. Overwhelmingly well received. Good. Um, and so we, we talk about legacy programs a lot um, in this day and age. And an issue that's not unique to the 552 um, is the aging airframes. Is there a plan to bring on a new airframe sometime down mm-hmm. the road here soon to replace the E3? No, good discussion. Uh, and while discussion is good, action is better. And so first and foremost, we have to have uh, a plan to uh, surveil the air domain. And the, the plan is twofold. One, we have to keep the E3 viable uh, for years to come. And we have the best people on the planet doing so, everywhere from the flight line to the back shop to the phase dock, and then across the ramp over to the E3 depot. But old airplanes uh, find new ways to break every day. And that air domain is too critical to lose track of. And so uh, when I go visit the Pentagon, I talk to uh, the Chief Staff of the United States Air Force, John Brown. I talk to the directors uh, up at the Pentagon. I leave it as no ambiguity that, that uh, a replacement capability is Air Combat Command's number one priority. Uh, unlike our closest treaty allies, like the Australians and soon to be uh, the British RAF, uh, we do not field a fourth gen leading edge cutting uh, air moving target indicator capability and we need to. Right, awesome, thanks sir. Um, and so sticking to the, the AWACS and their, their platform is we just had the uh, Air Force recruiting team come out to film a commercial um, and what they're doing is they were recruiting air battle managers. How important are the air battle managers to this to this capability? We, uh, well they're, they're vital, they're the mission uh, and of this phenomenal capability. And so w- there's been a lot of discussion um, in the past couple of years over kind of a pilot shortage. Uh, frankly, in, in some instances, we have a greater shortage of our enlisted uh, aviators around the Air Force. And in this particular weapon system, E3, we have a tighter um, cadre of air battle managers. Uh, last year, when we deployed five uh, AWACS over to the CENTCOM, we frankly were about to run our air battle managers, you know, uh, into the dirt, you know, just working them too hard um, and keeping them away from home too long. And so it's good that we've migrated from five AWACS in theater to two because, uh, frankly, we put them in a position to where they're either going to be good air battle managers and officers or good uh, parents and spouses. Uh, and that's a horrible position for us to put them in. And so they're absolutely critical. It didn't help either when Hurricane Michael hit uh, down in Panama City, Florida, that we knocked out a good portion of the air battle manager schoolhouse for a while. But we've now uh, reinstated that and refurbished it, and it's back on track. And we're starting to make progress on multiple fronts, but they're critical to the mission of this airplane. That's awesome, then. Very talented young men and women. Um, so the mission of the 552 is to train hard, rapidly deploy, fight, and win. What can you say about this vitally important mission and how it fits into the Greater Air Combat Command? Yeah, no, it's it is incredibly important because we have to have that air domain awareness everywhere around the globe. Um, whether it be in CENTCOM, where our E3 centuries have been for decades now, uh, over into our pacing theaters of Europe and Asia Pacific. Um, if we can't see what's going on in the air domain, 
then we're guessing or we're trying to search around with a flashlight and a nose of a small fighter, which is a horrible way to search for what's uh, going on. We have to have that domain awareness uh, for a lot of reasons, decision-making um, and to make sure the right people at the right time in the right spot uh, legally. This is the only airframe we have that can do it. It does it very well. We've kept it viable, but it's only on the backs of really talented airmen that we've kept it uh, viable this long. Right. Thanks, sir. Um, and so adding that I know you're, you're very pressed for time, so I think we're, we're going to go ahead and wrap up, but I did just want to ask you if there's anything that you'd like to add or say for uh, our airmen out here in the 552 today before you head back. No, it was really good catching up with them. It's always amazing to see. Uh, the sons and daughters of our nation and how well they perform in very challenging uh, scenarios. The only other big takeaway that I would offer the team here at Tinker is I don't think there's a better um, local community support anywhere in ACC, and I would go so far to say anywhere in the Air Force uh, out there. The uh, home away from home efforts that they have, uh, that they've put together, that program to put a loving arm around uh, our airmen just can't be matched, um, and I'm hoping it can be duplicated. As a matter of fact, I'm going to meet with some civic leaders from other bases here uh, just next week, and uh, I'm going to make sure that they know unambiguously that the crown jewel of how to take care of airmen from outside the gate exists here at Tinker in Oklahoma City. All right. Thank you so much. And with that, General Kelly, we appreciate you stopping in and uh, taking a few minutes Thank of your you. time with us today. Thank appreciate you. it. Thanks, guys. And that's going to do it for another episode of the Tinker Talks podcast. We sure had a great conversation with the commander, and hopefully next time he gets a chance to stop in town, uh, we'll get to have a little more time and, and get to hear some more things from General Kelly. Uh, so with that, we do wrap up this episode. Please don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find it on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It's really important that you subscribe um, it does help us get the, the reach out to people that may want to hear or find out more about Tinker Air Force Base and our incredibly important missions here. Uh, also, don't forget about our Facebook and Instagram pages. You can find them at Tinker Air Force Base. And our Twitter account is at team underscore Tinker. And also, we do have a great uh, website page that is t uh, tinker.af.mil. And of course, don't forget to follow the 552 Air Control Wing page uh, they have an Instagram and Facebook account as well, and they also do have their own website. So with that, until next time, you guys stay safe out there, treat each other with respect, and we'll see you next time.